and but and, but there is a break in the past, which yeah. in their past, our future, which is quite significant. Yeah, yeah. I was reading. There's been comparisons to Station Eleven, and this says Station Eleven meets I Am Pilgrim. How do you feel about those comparisons? Comparisons always always, always forget. I'm sort of pleased because both of these books are kind of well regarded, and you know, so they're good things to be compared with. Yeah, you know, I feel sort of less happy if I've been compared to books that I didn't like. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> more similar to one than the other, perhaps. Is it more similar to? I guess it, there's definitely a sci-fi feel to it. But mm. Station Eleven is a is a real sci-fi book. Would you mm. consider this straight sci-fi? It's the closest straight sci-fi I've ever written. It has it uses this basic sci-fi idea of time travel. I approached it not wanting to write a, a straight science fiction or a kind of straight science with a usual, I won't say usual because that devalues a lot of what science fiction authors do, but I, I wanted it to have an appeal beyond science fiction. And so it's got this sort of a thrillerish plot, but it's also got quite a few kind of what I thought of as almost literary flourishes as well. Mm. And is this reflective of the kind of thing you like to read? Yes. Yeah. I, I mean, I, read quite a wide range of things so right. I, w- I would read both kind of a well-written science fiction story literary fiction you know, things from the past yeah, all sorts yeah it kind of rings a margaret atwood bell for me this you know are yes you, are you a fan of margaret atwood yeah yes she's made this kind of thing respectable so <laughs> yes but it's it's not just margaret atwood this an increasing number of writers have mm. put their toe into in this water mm. even though i like will self who wrote it yeah the Book of Dave, which is a future dystopian yeah. novel. So are there any novels that you find yourself recommending to everyone that you say, you must read this, this has changed my life? I read, I read a lot of novels, and every now and then one does stand out, and one that stood out recently for me, and, and it does come out of the straight science fiction, and is usually presented as a science fiction novel by a science fiction author, was Kindred by Octavia Butler, which was published quite a few years ago now. Mm. But I don't know if you know Yeah, of it. I do, I do. What, what, what? What struck you about that book? I think it's the sheer force of the writing and the, the the power of the scene setting because it took you back to a period that we do you know about in theory because for if people who wouldn't know, it's a story about a woman from the 70s, 80s who finds herself being drawn back to the pre-Civil War American South mm. and as a black woman, she's in immediate danger throughout the whole time there because of the existence of slavery and it really brings home that situation in a way that a more abstract history wouldn't. Mm. So I found it was quite a really powerful piece of storytelling. And it uses the science fiction as a way of, the, the odyssey of, the, of it as a way of dragging you in, drawing you in, yeah. without making it obvious that it's an issue novel. So you're obviously fascinated with this idea of time travel and odyssey. Is it something that you would do yourself? Would you go back? Uh, it would need an awful lot of preparation. <laughs> you'd have to take all sorts of shots. You'd have to make sure you've got proper medical assistance. You'd need to learn a different language, even if you're in your own country, going That's back true. a couple of hundred years. Yeah. A period of time that you'd pick, or in the future indeed, would you go into the future rather than into the past? That would be interesting, but it would also be kind of alarming. Yeah. You would find out what happens, and in a way, well, a lot of people do want to know what's going to happen. To actually know and then have to go back with that knowledge, that would be kind of unsettling and grim and something you'd perhaps find it difficult to live with. So it sounds like you'll just stick to the writing about <laughs> it rather than actually... I think stick to the writing, yeah. because the writing I have some control over. Actually doing it would be yeah. <laughs> would be to lay yourself open to all sorts of trouble. And how <laughs> did you first come to write, to write, to write novels? Is it something that's always been in your blood, writing? Yeah, I've been writing for quite a long time, more or less from late teens, more with more or less ambition or intensity or application. And, you know, so I've 
worked in different genres as well. So I've published poetry previously, yeah. and I've published a couple of smaller novels with a different, much smaller publisher. And I've been, and it's if I've been gradually accumulating the kind of experience and the, the, the hours mm. that enables me to do this. So, so do you think your writing process has changed over the years? Yes. Yeah, I do far more rewriting than I used to. Okay. <laughs> it would be the first thing I'd say. Because when I first started writing, it would be a matter of writing a first draft, maybe a second draft, which would be handwritten, be, be, and then typing it, because word processing computing was a little expensive at that yeah. time. So, so it would be a matter of getting out the Olivetti and yeah. pounding it out. And once I'd reached that stage, I didn't feel like doing any more rewriting. Yeah. And it, the things needed rewriting. Yeah. And by then I was exhausted with boredom, so I'd go on to the next thing. Yeah, it's funny to think <laughs> so that... So computers that, have made yeah, a significant change in the way things are Yeah, I was just going to say, it's funny to think that advances in technology mm. have changed the writing.